The following audio was recorded during a meeting of the Department of Offense. It is not suitable for children, the easily offended, or anyone with actual taste. You have been warned. Jane Goodall motorboating a gorilla's fluffy milk. Segway, segways everywhere. I would make a lot of rectangles. I could never do squares right. We all had to put pants on this week because you're here. And now it's time. For the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 84 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me, as always, is Carlos. Yes. Well, yes. Carlos almost didn't join us. He yeah. found out he can choose his own friends. And yeah. Then, <laughs> and then he walked We away. were able to convince him to come back with beer. No, there was no convincing. Oh, okay. He was just... The kindness of the heart. He brought me a water. No, I think he realized it would Hawaiian be punch. way too much to like too much work. To oh yeah, leave. to pack up and, <laughs> and then I have to try <laughs> talking to other people. Yeah. <laughs> he realized he doesn't know anybody else to talk to, so he's like, "Well, I can't find any more friends, and I don't want to go stay. home." <laughs> and I've already messed with these fuckers long enough. <laughs> I'm just happy now. Fine. Gosh. And Matt is here. Hello. And Eric. Hi. Yeah. So, Carlos, what have you been up to this week? Well. I don't know, play a little video games, watch some Netflix. But I think I've decided that uh, I'm going to become a cartographer. Cool. Yeah? What are you going to uh, make maps of? Where just, chairs are placed just, around the room? Yeah. It turns out that <laughs> I'm, I'm really talented at it. He even had detail with smiley faces and stuff. It yeah. was wonderful. I knew exactly where the chair was. So how, how does one go about becoming a cartographer? Well, it all involves you get a nice big drafting table. Like okay. a giant expensive one, yeah. Or like, or maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I can go like to uh, find a, one for cheaper. But just has to be as big and heavy as possible. So, okay. So it's then a pain you get, in the ass to get up the stairs. Then you get some paper. Okay. And a pencil. Okay. And you start drawing maps. Whatever why you want to draw, man. Yeah. Why do you need the big heavy drafting table? Because maps can be big. It's all about drawing, bringing the room together. See, I, I'm. It's all about perspective. I, I'm, I'm picturing man. Carlos with this massive drafting table, and then like an eight, eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper, <laughs> and a crayon, or a gigantic paper, a gigantic <laughs> sheet of paper with like a one inch, one, one inch by one inch. You want a drafting yeah. table because otherwise, like I could hurt like my hand after like an hour of drawing all maps. All his up. Okay, so you, what are you going to draw maps of then? Like, everything on Earth is better. Like, what are you going to map? You can draw a map of our Pathfinder game. I could do I'm planning on that. Okay, that well, which which is really useful for is. five you, of us. You could draw a map from your bedroom to the refrigerator. I probably <laughs> don't need that. I don't think I need that. But okay, what if so how are you going to make money as a cartographer? I, you can make money as a cartographer? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I think there are people who well, do it for a living. Well, that's great news. <laughs> You're all set, man. How are you going to make globes? Are you going to make globes? That is, how could I possibly make a globe? He's not a globographer. Yeah. <laughs> a cartographer makes globes. No, they don't. <laughs> yes, they do. A globe is a map. Name one cartographer that made a globe. I can't name one cartographer. <laughs> well, there you go. Can you name one cartographer besides yourself? Bill Isley. Bill Isley is not a cartographer. I was actually watching Jeopardy before I came from (laughs) 1986, and there was a cartography thing and a question about it, and I didn't didn't know. What was the question? It was about a person who did the maps, and it was the 15th century map maker or something. Amerigo Vespucci. No, it wasn't that guy. No, it was Bill Isley. Isley. 
Ice. It's an E I S L Y. The Isley Brothers. No. Oh. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> did Magellan make maps when he was sailing around? Oh, no, no. Make maps. He had an he had intern to. do it for him. Okay, so he had an in. Wait, so that he was a cartographer who had an intern. Also, since he was trying to uh, go around the world, he didn't really have much of anything to make a map of. What do you mean he didn't have much to make a map? He was well, going around the world. Yeah, but you only have like bits of shores here and here. Like it wasn't very uh, good. It just that doesn't mean it's not a map. Just because it's a bad map doesn't mean it's not a map. I've seen the maps you draw. No, you haven't. I saw that one. Oh, yeah, that that was fantastic. He was able to find his chair. The question was, uh, I can't remember what the question was, but it was a uh, Mercator. That was the answer. Mercator. Yep, he did the fifteen eighty seven world map. Oh, that name's awesome. Can Is I that the one name? with the sea monsters? Because I like the one no. with the sea monsters. All maps should have sea monsters, even it's a these are a map pretty of, like, badass moon, names. Should have sea monsters. Mercator, Orbis, Hundus, Hundius. Are these all cartographers? Cartographers. Yeah. Oh, Agnes, man. Agnes. Carlos, you need a better name. Next time I'm playing a RP game, I'm going to go look for cartographer names. Just take, just take <laughs> some of their names. You should be Carlosis. Carlosis. Carlosis Nimitz. Carlosis Nimitz. And wear a poncho. Dude, you could wear a poncho. I could wear a poncho in real life. You totally could. You could do that now. I you don't have to become well, I Yeah, I know. I could do that in real life. I could. Whoa. But I don't know where you get a poncho. This, From the uh, poncho store. Hundias, he made a map of, it's like a lion map. It looks like a map. dog. It's a, something, oh. I don't know, it's cool though. Yeah, what? I don't know what it's a map of. It, well, it's a map of this lion. No, but there's, see, there's rivers and stuff, so it's like a map of like maybe somewhere in Europe I or somewhere. I want to but view and zoom in. I Why don't know how to. zoom in? I don't know. Cartographers are, from back then, were kind of You gotta of weird, do maps though. like this. I, but it doesn't seem like a useful map. I'm guaranteed it is useful for somebody. They like to draw weird-looking creatures, like uh, creatures without heads, like humans without heads. And their faces are on their bodies and other weird things on their maps. So uh, I think they were high on something. I, th- I was going to say somebody. They were high on squid ink. Yeah, <laughs> getting messed up. Hey, Carlos, my dad says that he thinks you think the world is flat, so you can't make maps. Mm. That means he can make better maps. Because all maps are flat, except for globes. And he's not going to make globes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, I guess you're still in luck. Well, the world is flat. It's just flat in four different places. (laughs) (laughs) What? The world's a cube. Because it's all... A cube has six sides. (laughs) Go back to school, Eric. (laughs) Yeah, the world is a square, (laughs) dumbass. (laughs) Just quit now. (laughs) I never said I was going to be a map maker, though. What the fuck? That's so mean. <laughs> so, Matt, what have you been up to this week? Uh, like I said, I watched Je- I watched Jeopardy this morning. That was fun. It was 1986. Wait, so you're watching you were watching Jeopardy reruns? Yeah, they're, because they're doing the the finalist like competition thing oh, again okay. on Jeopardy. So they have all the things on Crackle of all the old episodes. That's and awesome. It's really fun watching the old ones. Is and the host still the? Oh same yeah, he's person? been yeah, the same guy all the yeah. time. He's, he's and he was even more witty back then. Yeah. <laughs> what about when he dies? What are they going to do? Oh, I think uh, they're going to the no. They're going to make an animatronic Trebek. <laughs> that would they'll be the just best hire thing Will ever. Ferrell. No, no, I like the animatronic. Wait, no, Trebek. who is Will Ferrell the one that plays? Yeah, it was, yeah, Will yeah. Ferrell. It was Will Ferrell. I think they should clone him. I like Mr. Robots. Trebek. Robot. 
Robot well, how about How about we compromise on like an Android? Does he still have the mustache? Maybe. Yeah. Does he still have the mustache? I don't know. I believe he shaved the mustache. Yeah, yeah he, he got rid of the mustache. He what? shaved the mustache. And a lot of people, like, there was, Dude, he, he was on eight. Nerdist, and yeah. I listened to the interview Wait, with him. Wait, he was on Nerdist? Yeah. I should find that episode. Yeah, it's, it was really good. And he's like, yeah, a lot of people give me shit when I shave my mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, dude's like iconic for the guys. So. Yeah, well, the same with Pat Sajak and Vanna White. They've been the two on the wheel of fortune since that started. I don't care about. Did Pat you? I, I I read something the other day where Vanna White hasn't actually flipped a flipped a letter in years. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all digital now. Yeah. So, like so she's just around. there. Yeah, she just kind of like tends to slightly touches it, but some somebody in the back totally is. Yeah. Some some guy like us. Could they just make him touch panels so she can actually do something? That's what nope. I figured that they were, but it's not. It's like, well, she does do she's like too a, valuable a thing in the bottom. She still touches like the bottom left corner, so maybe there is like a touch sensor there. But I think they're too cheap for that. Maybe yeah, no, it's there's probably... it's it's totally like some guy in the back with a remote control. And he's like, <laughs> 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 watch me fuck up Vanna White's dick. <laughs> Like, she goes to touch one, and he makes the one to the left of her go. <laughs> and then it's her fault. <laughs> I would totally do that. Vanna. On live TV. All right. Um, Eric, what have you been up to? Um, well, I went and got a new cell phone this weekend. And Congratulations. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. I got did you ever find your old one? I did not. <laughs> it's gone. Uh, and they gave me a free... Uh, 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 Pad uh, tablet PC, cool, which is pretty what? cool. Yeah, it was free, so I've been like using it to walk around the house and watch Netflix at the same time. Because I was what, like, well, this "What is company neat. was this with that you got a free tablet with your phone?" Verizon. Damn. Yeah, dude, I paid like in total, I paid like thirty five bucks. And that's how cheap thing. these tablets actually are. So like, they're why are they making us spend all this money? Because iPad. Because we will spend the money. I, I no, actually, that's bullshit. I think it's really nice. The dude said that um, it's new for like Verizon. They're just like putting them out. It's like their own tablet, mm-hmm. and they're just trying to get the word out for them. So yeah, it's a it's a really nice tablet. It's fast as hell. Very cool. I like it. Very cool. Well, that explains why you didn't get my text message from Thursday night. Yes, that explains <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Thursday night, I went to Bent Brewstillery. Man. Because they had their grand opening type deal. Man. And it was awesome. I bet. They had uh, the Anchor food truck there. So they had like the fish and chips. I got some chips and gravy. And Woo! it was awesome. Uh, and the Blinner Vice. Oh, oh, the Blinner Vice. Oh, it's one of my favorites. It was so good. And huge turnout. I want to oh, go. I saw the pictures. Yeah. yeah huge turnout. Well, I, if I you did go a... again before the state fair is over, you can have my ticket. Okay. I don't think I will. Oh, okay. Well, I might. No, I probably won't. I'll probably go in a month or so. I want to see what it's like after the hype dies down a yeah. little bit and see if they maintain. I really think they will because the beer's good. Uh, the atmosphere's great. And I on the write-up I did, I took some, like, before I posted some of the pictures that we took while we were there during the interview and, like, some of the after pics, and it's Huge night and day difference. difference. It doesn't even look like the same place. Yeah, their their bar is, is beautiful. Like it's and, gorgeous. It's really and they have nice. they have a really nice, like, patio. Um, nice. And then they have, they replaced the, the doors, like, the big roll-up doors with uh, the ones with, like, the big windows in them and stuff. Nice. So Very cool. Yeah. So it'll be very cool. How was Bartley? Was he good? Uh, I didn't. I honestly didn't get a chance to talk to him because he was so busy running around, and so that was that was something I was slightly disappointed about. Um, and then I went to the Pitchfork uh, first 
anniversary party last night. Nice. Uh, they did a pig roast, so I got some free Lucky. pig and some beer and a free root beer float, and there was nice. music and. That was it. Was a lot of fun. It was worth it for the root beer float, huh? Right. Yeah. I always wondered what their root beer tasted like. It's amazing because that shit's so good. It's so good. We uh, we went. Uh, Jen and I went one night, and she brought a pint of ice cream and made root beer floats <laughs> at the bar. Nice. <laughs> and wouldn't share with anybody. What? I know. Why would she not share? Well, it's Jen. It's okay. Jen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have a beer that I'm going to pop the top off of here. Uh, it's from Three Sheeps. It's the next one in their Nimble Lips uh, and Noble Tongue uh, series, and I'm, I'm I'm a little terrified almost. Oh wow! Oh crap! That's dark. That is that is a color. Uh, it is a India Pale Ale Whoa. with squid ink, <laughs> <laughs> and it is that's cool. It is <laughs> dark. <laughs> Wow, it's very cool looking though. Wow, it's um, like gray. Do, yeah, yeah, it has it has a gray head. head. That's insane. Take a picture of that. You got to upload that, is, that online. Yeah, Carlos, but, while you're pouring, I'll take a picture. So this beer is is so new that <laughs> that I couldn't find any ratings on Rate Beer or Beer Advocate or really anything online about it. So I sent I I sent uh, Grant an email. Last night, asking if he could tell me anything about it, and he hasn't gotten back to me no. yet. And I was like, "No." He, I know what he can tell you. It has squid ink in it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, what I really wanted to know is what kind of flavors he thought the squid ink would impart, because I don't. I've I've never had squid ink, so it's just it's something. Holy I'm crap, curious. dude! That looks like dirty mop. <laughs> it smells. It smells like an IPA. I, I wonder if he used his uh, water slide and put squid ink in it. That's kind of what I'm thinking, but I won't know until we try. Or maybe it. he put a live squid in it. So who's the who's the brave soul to take the first sip? I am. I have to wash my energy drink Beat out of my mouth first. Oh. interesting. <laughs> huh. <laughs> <laughs> So that's everyone. A little wow! Is it? A, am I tasting the beers multiple times or something? <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Yeah, it's de- it's definitely got like a little hint of like There's... ocean in it. Yeah, yeah. Like you can you can pick out. There's something there that. Yeah. Hmm. You, it, the initial taste is IPA, and then it yeah, just and then disappears that instantly. Is... <laughs> Yeah, the the like that hop character just goes so fast. That's mm. that's very interesting. It's it's interesting. I'm not going to say it's bad because it's not. It's it tastes not good. Bad. No, it tastes good. Did they say talk anything on the side of the bottle there? Uh no. And that's that was the other reason I tried to get a hold of him is there's not like the label just says we love creating new beer, and it is a rare week at the brewery that one of us isn't brewing a test batch of something fun. The Nimble Lips Noble Tongue series is our attempt to bring these beers to you. Each volume will be a different style with a variety of uh, with the variety of beers only being limited by our own creativity. While we may repeat some of the beers from year to year, you can count on us to continue to explore new and unique flavors. So nothing about this beer specifically. Huh. But yeah, no, just it's Do you guys pick up that little ocean? flavor though mm-hmm. i guess that's like slight it's it's slightly salty yeah. or 
uh, maybe salinic might be the right yeah. word. It, not not necessarily salty, but yeah, like just it, yeah, dissolved. saline. Yeah, saline. Or but more um, important than anything, everybody stick out your tongue. We're no, no, it does not. Uh, it does not color your tongue. Yeah, because I had uh, squidding. That's curry. That, that, that was the other thing I was worried about. I had squidding curry in Japan and it yeah, turned my mouth black. I know they use it in food sometimes. That's awesome. I, I want to eat more foods that just turn to your. Uh, your mouth black, and then the people are like afraid that you have some sort of horrible disease. I think that is water slide, though. Really cool water slide IPA as the base with squid ink added. That's good. I want to. I feel like it needs to be paired with something. I dude, I, I was just thinking like that, like some sushi. Definitely would probably be a really good sushi. Or one. some chips. Uh why would you pair it with chips? Fish and <laughs> chips would be good. It would be good with fish and chips. Or you could just like leave the fish part out of it with that. Yeah, you could do fish and chips. No, I think I think sushi would pair really well yeah, with this. As long as you don't get like the real heavily flavored one cuz I don't think you would want to eat like squid or like octopus with it. Mm-mm. But like No, I'm thinking stuff, like salmon, like and, tuna yeah, and tuna and stuff, stuff like that. No, I don't think the ink flavor is enough for it to be paired very well with sushi any more than any so. other IPA. No. It's just the ink flavor is just not strong enough. Carlos needs more ink. Well, Carlos, we have a pen. You can put the pen ink in there, maybe. I don't know. I don't think it's the same I have if I have to actually physically add more ink. Well, Carlos, will you get me a beer off the right tap there? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> my right or your right? Uh, my right. When you look at the kegerator, the right. My right. Coming from a guy that wants to draw maps, he needs to learn <laughs> right. this kind of stuff. Well, you know, it's really important to get your sense of directions correctly. I, I, I tr- I'm trying, Carlos. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Well, I think that brings us to. Unless somebody else has something to say about the beer, uh, I think it's delicious, and just for the the novelty of it being made with squid ink, buy it. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah it. that that's pretty fun. I I'm uploading three pictures right now to the the Facebook okay. store Very for cool. everyone to see. Yeah, uh, make sure you mention three sheeps in there yep. if you can. Uh, I, I love the way it pours. Yeah, the pours that, is that the coolest. head is so cool. They just that I gray. Never seen a beer head that was that was any anywhere close to that. Kind yeah, of color. It was like neat. that bluish gray, yep. and it was it was very cool. I know um, that if I uh, wanted to pretend that I was in a old timey black and white film, I would just <laughs> besides painting the, the room black and white, I would uh, and I, if I needed any beer, I'd use this as the beer. There you go. This this is your noir beer. It is very noir. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh oh. And now the Department of Defense presents news with Casey. That's me. I know you hate that, Carlos. I'm sorry, but this will make you happier. Virginia man Paul Stoner has been arrested for growing marijuana and for having a firearm while in possession of more than a pound of marijuana. See? Because his name is Stoner. And so it was inevitable. Inevitable. I don't get it. Shut up, Carlos. Damn it, Carlos. Ruin Ruin everything. everything. (laughs) Jinx. Personal jinx. Freeze. I don't know what that means. It's just a kid thing. Oh, okay. that doesn't make any sense. Either. I, I can't. I can't stop talking on the radio. It doesn't. I can't work. stop looking at this beard. <laughs> Carlos is just sitting there, and look at how steady that is. And it's just black into gray. What? No beer yeah. is like that. No. No. The squid ink really does something awesome to the color. I wow. love it. Okay, love back it. to the news. Love it. Well, what if I had like a black permanent marker beer? Wouldn't it do the same? 
that would turn your mouth black. And it wouldn't taste good. And it would give you cancer. And your poop will probably be black for a long time, too. Do you think this will make our poop black? Probably not. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. Everybody, well, let's group tomorrow and find out what happens. <laughs> we'll vote like Next a- week on the Department of Defense <laughs> is our poo talk. talk. So maybe an Oreo beer would be better. An Oreo beer would also do the same. That sounds terrible. Wait. Cookies and cream beer? No, 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 no. That's no, you go As long Oreo. as you don't use those cheap hydroxes, you'll be okay. Those are... You know, I actually, I think I would eat them. I can't say those are horrible. And then if you, like, They're look at horrible. this beer in Oreo. the light... Like, uh, you can see the clear, like, normal beer color on top, and then the black kind of just is, like, floating in there. It's weird. All right, go ahead. It's awesome. <laughs> I wish I had more to... Ah! All right. Uh, just to stare at for a while? Yeah. <laughs> that's great radio. Uh, police in Albuquerque, New Mexico, arrested 43-year-old Rudy Chavez, who was accused of robbing a 94-year-old man in his home. Not only did Rudy rob poor Glenn Miller... But he held Mr. Miller at gunpoint while he showered, shaved, and dressed in Mr. Miller's clothes. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Was he like have the gun out the shower? The gun out the shower, and he's like soaping up. Don't move, asshole! I'm soaping my paws. Well, I'm just, I'm just picturing him like singing in the shower too. She's like, Albuquerque. Come on, everybody, spell it with me. A. No, oh. nobody's not. No, no, you, you repeat after me because like you echo. Oh, okay. A A L L B B E E R. That's not how you spell Albuquerque. Kirky. It's it's A L V U Q. I don't know. You wanted to be the leader here, man. I thought I'm going to be a cartographer, not a. Dude, Albuquerque speller. But if you're a cartographer, you need to know how to spell the places on your map. Yeah, you're, you're, no maps go to Albuquerque. To, you're gonna have to spell Albuquerque. All maps go to Albuquerque. No, they're scientifically proven. No maps. You know That's who's the true. person who's studying That's for their? Bugs Bunny. I'm the one studying for my the Albuquerque. Bugs you decided Bunny. you were going to be a cartographer 20 minutes ago. Bugs Bunny always made the wrong left turn at Albuquerque. He needs a better map, Carlos. Yeah. Well, that's so you too should bad. make the first map that goes to Albuquerque. Not possible. That's your claim to fame. It's just part of the rules of the universe that you can't have a map that goes to Albuquerque. I'm going to prove you wrong. And your map will be a lie. And we'll send Heisenberg after you. Yep. You won't be able to prove to me that your map's real. Heisenberg will put you in a barrel. I don't know who that is. Yes, you do. Uh, he's only seen like three episodes of Breaking Bad. He's seen the first season and two or three episodes of the second season, because that's where we are in Breaking Wait, Brief. True. All right, uh, all right. So police. All right, uh, Rudy. Then, after he dressed in Mr. Miller's clothes, put Glenn's TV in Glenn's car, grabbed Glenn's cash, and then drove away. Rudy was identified by fingerprints on the razor and mouthwash. What a dumbass! Right? Everybody knows when you're pulling heist like that that you wipe your fingerprints off your razor blades. And yeah, you after wash. you shower. Yeah, duh. Gosh, gee whiz, amateur. Uh, William McDaniel, a 53-year-old Montana man, called 911 to file a complaint about a stripper. The man said he gave a woman $350 for a private dance that ended abruptly when he became sexually aggressive towards the dancer. Unhappy that he was denied, he called the cops and complained that he didn't get the sex he paid for. Police responded by charging him with soliciting prostitution. Huh. All right. So he didn't know how strip clubs work? No. No. No touching! No touchy, no touchy. All right. Uh, 
Lilo, a luxury sex toy brand, wanted to get something more from the World Cup this year. So they took a survey of 35,000 individuals between the ages of 21 and 55 from 30 different countries and compiled the results. Uh Uh-oh. So number of partners. What country do you think had the highest percentage of partners? Brazil. Yeah, I was going to say Brazil because they are pretty free. Switzerland. 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 26% of Swiss reported saying they had 20 or more partners. Maybe the Swiss are just good at telling tall tales. Who do you think had the lowest? Uh, Mexico. Japan. Oh, Japan. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Six percent reported that they had no partners, and one percent said that they had uh, more than 20. Wow. Yeah. So they're like usually like, oh, yeah, I have like one or two. I guess that's probably the typical Japanese Mm -hmm. answer. Well, that's the typical answer, right? Yeah, they meet at a young age and then marry. Right, yeah. And then they're unfaithful to each other, but they don't say anything. <laughs> they have sex with... You learned a lot in Japan. Japan. Yes. <laughs> uh, what country cheats the most? USA. France. Carlos? But they don't, don't speak about it either, so it can't be France. No, it's the French. You're right. Oh. 75% say that they have cheated, uh-huh. which means there's another 20% that's not saying anything. Uh-huh. I am married, but I'm going to fuck these other beach. In American... Uh, American Reunion. I just watched that the other night. Finch, Paul Finch, he's like, in France or whatever. As long as the wife doesn't cut you in the act, it's all okay. <laughs> uh, who do you think is the most faithful? Canada. I was going to say Canada. <laughs> uh, New Zealand. I'm going to say Zimbabwe. The Belgians. The Belgians. Yep, only 22% uh, reported cheating. Yeah, those Belgians are good people. Well, Ozzy isn't counted in that one. A what? Ozzy Osbourne. He isn't counted in that. I no. don't think he was always faithful. No. Is he Belgian? I think so, yeah. Oh. Did well, not know that. I, I thought he was from, I thought he was a Liverpudlian. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he's a Liverpudlian. Fine. <laughs> he's a just making it. He, from I think, Liverpool. Oh. Pudlian? No, I'm pr- pretty sure he was just making up words. I thought so. I don't know. The Pudlian. Right, and finally, uh, what country had the longest sessions? Oh, America. Easy. Brazil. Over 34%. Said that they uh, it was over forty six minutes. Uh, Australia loses with ten percent under ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just trying to get me fuck on, mate. Uh. <laughs> All right. At a Starbucks in St. Petersburg, Florida, a spontaneous pay it forward uh, chain ran for nearly two days. At one point, it ran for eleven hours straight as each person paid for the coffee of the person behind them. Until Peter Schwartz, a local blogger and part-time political consultant, went through the line. When the barista told him that his coffee had been paid for and asked if he would like to pay for the person behind him, he looked her in the eye and said no. Oh, right. What a rebel. That jerk. Uh, when, When local news got wind of this madman, they tracked him down and asked him why he did it. His response was that as soon as the barista is asking you to do it, you'll end up doing it out of guilt rather than kindness. And so he wanted to stop the cycle. I can I can see his point. If they're asking you to do it, then it's not really paying it forward. That's just yeah. like, okay, the, well, this, this guy paid for my drink, so I'm going to pay for that one. Yeah. You would have paid for your drink anyway. Mm-hmm. So I get, I get his point. Yeah, well, and a lot of... A lot of the cynical people out there have said that this was a marketing stunt on 
the Starbucks side yeah. where they were like, hey, baristas, start asking this. And right. Right. I, I can kind of see his point where, you know, if, if somebody was like, oh, yeah, your coffee got paid for by this person, you should, you, would you like to pay for the person behind you? Like, instantly you're going to feel guilty if you don't. Yeah, you're like, right. oh, you're like, unless you're Carlos. That's why, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just don't feel guilt. That's the answer. <laughs> yeah, that's that's also how serial killers are made. That's not the only way that they get made. That's just like one tiny, tiny part about the equation that makes a serial killer. I think it's n- not being guilty is is a fairly large part of that, Carlos. That's only after they kill somebody. Oh, okay. That's completely different. Okay. How is that completely different? It's like apples and oranges. I'm oh, okay. a little more worried about Carlos now. <laughs> I was worried when he said he was going to cut off my thumbs to get access to my iPhone. You were asking for like... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you were coming trying to ask me like what ways would you do it or something I don't know, like how you would hack a phone and I was like, Well, you know, if you acquired well, you did get a new thumbs. one. No, this isn't a new one, this oh. is an old one. Then then why I, would you cut off his thumbs? Because well, we were t- talking about the new one. Oh, okay. And how to unlock it if you had it like locked with a thumb. Hey print. Carlos, the Mixler chat wants to know if you have some kind of mental disorder. No, I do not. <laughs> None that he has been tested for, at least. <laughs> the crazy person Good doesn't question, know he's Zach. crazy. Good question. <laughs> uh, raising awareness for ALS has put two firefighters in the hospital this week. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, when they were raising fire truck ladders to dump water on the Campbellsville University Marching Band in Kentucky, uh, they raised their ladders too close to power lines and were shocked. Fucking That's idiots. hilarious. Both men are in the hospital in critical condition. Shouldn't they know better? Like, Funnier Die had so. a ALS ice bucket challenge fails. That was really funny. Oh, yeah? Everybody lifting stuff and then it drops back Dude, on them or dropping huge <laughs> buckets of shit on top of people. Did they have the one like it's this it's this broad and she's got like this big mixing pot. She's about to dump it on her friend's head and she slips and then she goes like face forward. Oh, the chair flips down and she falls. She's, oh, like, that was good. Face yep. forward yep. into the bucket and like can't get out. It's so funny. How can you not get out of a bucket? <laughs> yeah, this ALS thing is really taking off. Oh, they yeah. even did it at uh, at Pitchfork last night, and they had all the owners. I, I did get... it last night to this girl at work because she got challenged, so I oh, dumped water on her. I thought you were just dumping water on people at work. That would have been <laughs> even better. ALS! Just outside the, the drive-thru, just... <laughs> That'd be, I should do that. ALS! Salute <laughs> <laughs> <Lou Gehrig>, ah. <laughs> Uh, fans of Mythbusters suffered a bit of a shock during the last moments of this past week's episode when Adam and Jamie came on to reveal that the episode had been the last for Cary Grant and Tori. After 10 years on the show, testing a stupid number of myths, they have been let go as the show takes a new direction next season. What? Yeah, you didn't hear about this? <laughs> nope. It was everywhere yesterday. Uh, yeah, they, they're done. They got... The, the boot. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, apparently the new direction uh, seems to be the show getting back to its roots with just Adam and Jamie and focusing more on the science and process behind their testing rather than explosions. That doesn't sound accurate at all because I'm pretty like sure Discovery has changed its uh, demographic to just being about explosions and lies. <laughs> I, enjoyed the, I enjoyed the first seasons. I like that. Yeah, the fir- well, uh, so Carrie Grant and Tori showed up uh, season two. So yeah. the first season was the only one with well, just Yeah, Adam it was still just easy little assignments. Yeah. It wasn't going into things that are not applicable yeah. at all. Yeah. And I I don't I don't I'm really curious to see what the show's gonna be like without them because they've become such an integral part of the show. Yep. Well, yeah, you, you see the the main two like every now and then on the show. Like they do they, like, well, they, two, they, the they do they things, do two big things while, while the other guys are doing a bunch thing. of small yeah. stuff. So it's 
it's it's intriguing. It'll be interesting to see how this next season goes. I remember that we saw them at a distillery. We did, and I got the head nod from Tori. It was pretty exciting. Ooh, right, Why right. That's you, my claim to fame. Should have tried to find that. Keep going at it. The head nod. Yeah, he may have just been, been. Uh, shaking his head to clear his head, though. Yeah, that's probably C- that. That could have been no, because we locked eyes, and I was like, "Hey," and he was like, "Hey," and it was eyes. yeah. It was it was a moment. You guys, guys had a moment. This <laughs> magic moment. Time slowed down, <laughs> and then he went out went out to his car and drove away. That jerk. Well, they were done shooting. Well, oh. still though. Yeah, you can't just give a guy a head nod and then. But we also saw Carrie in person. Yeah, and she's hot. Oh, she's hot. Definitely a hot redhead. Mm-hmm. Makes me wonder. Fire crotch. Well, oh, I, uh, why are we going here now? Well, that, that wasn't I, next. Well then, okay. Well, that brings us to the end of the news for for this week. Uh, and now we're going to move into our discussion. We're going to continue our series about problems in craft beer. And this week we're going to be talking about overexpansion. So breweries extending way too fast, like growing too fast, and leaving the quality of their beer in the dust. So we've we've all experienced uh, breweries that have done this, or at least I think we all I have. have. I don't know if you have, Carlos. I don't really know what you do. How do I know whether a beer expanded too quick, too quickly or not? No, the the brewery, not the beer yeah, itself. Yeah, if the brewery ex- expand too quickly, how because would I if if you try them in the beginning and they have great beer and they're focused on their local market, and then a year later you go back and their quality has gone to hell because they are trying For to. Some reason this sounds like Rush River, but I don't want to name any specific <laughs> breweries on this show. But did they even start in the area, or did, yeah, I thought they yeah. started somewhere. They started. They nearby. started in the area. Yeah, and then they moved. Um, and it's, I don't know. Like I just, I guess I want to talk about why you guys think they do it, and uh, how we can, how they can not do it, and if they can recover from it. Well, clearly, it's all because of the Benjamins. The Benjamins. All about the Benjamins. But wouldn't uh, servicing your local area first, and then ex- then growing out that way, bring in more Benjamins than trying to reach everywhere immediately? Maybe, but yeah, it's you know, unlikely. They really did, didn't they? Because they just for, like now started branching out a lot. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, maybe Sir, if Surly's, you are Surly's a great example of one that grew at the right pace. Maybe yeah. if you're in a college town where there's where these people are going to be heading out all the way across the country with this. Oh, I tasted this beer, and this beer was good. Then that would make sense. So, so you think you think it's uh, all it really is about like where the they're located. Where they're located? Okay. Like if, uh, like if there's gonna just how as far as getting the word spread out. Okay. Like it would make more. Like for example, if you're in town here in River Falls, it makes sense for somebody to focus on the local, because people like they don't like live like states away, but they probably live within like six hours and. Yeah, yeah. So I guess how would you define local market, Carlos? I wouldn't. <laughs> You just used it. I need to know how you're defining it. You would only draw a map of the local okay. market. Okay. If you were to if you were to draw if somebody said I need a local map, how oh. far would that map extend? Forty minutes in every direction. Forty minutes in every direction. No, no, no. That's too many minutes. Yeah, that's a big map. Twenty five minutes in every direction. Twenty five minutes in every direction. No trees. No trees on that map? You can't draw every tree, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but you wouldn't draw any trees though. I would draw a couple because you have to know where they are to avoid them. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's a big mother coming up on the right. Make sure you right, watch so, out for that one. All right, that, that makes sense. Eric, what what are your thoughts on on just initial initial thoughts on the subject, and we'll dive in a little. I, I think here. with like the boom in the craft beer market, I think there's a lot of guys that do go out and like open a brewery. Like, I'm of course we never cite specific examples, yes. uh, I, and I couldn't think of one anyway. But I bet you there's a lot of them that go out there, um, and they don't have the experience or, or the know how. You know, whether it be like logistical or at least brewing. You know, going from brewing a five gallon recipe to a five hundred gallon recipe. And there's probably a lot of them out there that do that, and they just they overextend themselves, you know. And okay. They make inferior product when they could be focusing a little more interior. Yeah. Um. A, a lot of the ones I see over uh, overextending themselves, uh, I feel are in it for the wrong reasons. Right. Like they're, Carlos said, they're they're in it for the Benjamins. Right. Instead of in it for the beer. Right. And there's there's too many there's too many breweries out there right now. To really be in it for well, the money, I wouldn't go that far because it's also possible. Like, if you're making more money, that also means you're getting more beer out there. Yes, which also means that you're also still technically following the whole getting your beer out there, and like you're still in it for the beer. You can still be in it for the beer, but you're just uh, gauging how good your like how good your beer is by the money you're making. Instead, which of- it's not necessarily a bad like. It's important to be making a profit with your beer. Yes, no, I, I, I completely, I, I completely agree with that. But I've seen a lot of these uh, uh, breweries. They, they go and they, they reach out as far as they can in the first year, and then the second year, uh, demand. They're, they're having, they're having trouble keeping up with the, the demand for the beer, and so you see a quality drop as they try to just push out as much beer as possible, as quick as possible. Um, and you, you'll even see uh, them start losing local accounts because they're focusing more on supplying outside of their area than, the, than distributing inside the area. Get huge. And, and as that as could just can, be that they local. weren't expecting uh, the kind of a – the, they weren't requesting as much sales uh, uh, as they actually got. Yeah. Well, and – yeah, but that's that's part of the reason. Like they were reaching out because they want because they probably weren't expecting to sit like uh, actually reach out to all those markets. They just were trying to see like get where they could, and then like it just took two more than they were expecting. Yeah. Well, I like uh, a good example of somebody doing the opposite is uh, when I if you li- if you go back and listen to the Toppling Goliath uh, interview, uh, Mike said that he doesn't want to expand. Like right now, they can barely keep up with their local stuff and they've they've been expanding slowly and just adding markets that they know that they can handle instead of trying to get everywhere and be the next Sam Adams or Sierra Nevada. And I mean it took them a long time to get where they it are. It took so. them 20 plus years to get to where they are now. Like it's insane. So yeah, you got to have a loyal like local base before you can really keep going at it. I, I, I think. think so, and I think a lot of people uh, miss that fact. They're like, okay, I have a brewery now. I want to be everywhere. I want people to be able to go into every bar and get my beer. But that's not something that's really feasible, especially in a super competitive, uh, overstocked market like craft beer is. Because there's a lot of products out there, and a lot of them are essentially the same. 
So I, I still really find it interesting how you go almost anywhere in Wisconsin and you will find probably a spotted cow or some kind of new glarus. Well, that's because anywhere. it. Well, that's only in Wisconsin. But like, I mean, yeah. they they still had to start out just new glarus. But mm-hmm. then the fact that they're really really slowly and who knows if they'll ever actually branch out from Wisconsin. They uh, this basis that they have here in Wisconsin, yeah. it's like everywhere you go, even up north, there'll be spotted yeah. cow. I how, can I can guarantee that new glarus will never leave Wisconsin. How that's, long that's has a, has spotted cow been in all of Wisconsin? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I have a, 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 a friend. She works at the, a place called the Flying Saucer. We went to the one in Arkansas. Yep. Um, she works at one in uh, South Carolina. And um, uh, New Glarus was actually part of Sierra Nevada's uh, beer camp thing. They had, yep. like, the, yeah, the, they, they did the collaborations. Yeah, so, oh, cool. Yeah, I had no who knows? I mean, they might actually be thinking I, about. Well, no, I think it's but it, it's such a big part of, right. of their brand. Right. And it's a huge draw to like they do so much business. Uh, I I learned that uh, Casanova is one of the highest grossing liquor stores in the state because of their because their, uh, of their the location. There and, yeah. They're right on the border, and they get all of the esoteric beers that right. people in Minnesota can't get. So they're every every weekend. There's just a flood over to get. It's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Pretty smart. Yeah. Plus, it helps that you know you can't buy beer. And on Sundays. On Sunday. Yeah, and it helps <laughs> when Sunday. your liquor store is like in a cave too. That's people want to. Like, that's cool. That's yeah, true. You know? that's true. I've when never been to Casanova with its own cave. Then you know, I have cool. uh, when I was looking for three sheep stuff. They didn't have everything. Yet. And don't you didn't you go to their like beer festival yeah. thing? Yep, yeah. I go to their beer festival thing all the time, well, every year for three years now. It's been awesome. And you don't go. Why don't you go? Because I don't know about it until like a week or two. <laughs> no, Carlos. Ahead. This year I bought you a ticket. And you're like, yeah, I don't want to go. You had like tickets ready for it, like when I moved here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Normally those go so quick. Well, I will go next time. That's what you said last year. I said no such thing <laughs> last year. I, <laughs> I did not put my down myself down for any commitment like that. You never do, except you did now. And I yeah, will your totally commitment is on the radio now. Can I take so it back? No, you no. cannot. No taxi backsies. It's recorded. It's going out everywhere. It is truth. You are coming with. You don't well, have a choice I anymore. I would not want to call myself a liar because I would never do something like that. Well, Carlos, if you called yourself a liar and you were lying about it, wouldn't that make you a liar? No. No, because uh, two negatives equal a right, right? Exactly. That's how what? it works. No, I'm getting confused. <laughs> said if, I blame if he the calls ink. himself a liar, it's all about how he's lying about it. That's two lies. That has to mean he's you know, I don't think Casey remembers lying. his algebra. I think that's the problem here. No, I don't think algebra has anything to do with English. <laughs> it has a lot to do with everything. <laughs> they use letters. Nah. Yeah, they have letters they in it. They use letters in algebra. They do. Eric, you're right. Maybe you didn't pay no attention in school at all. I paid a little bit of attention. Wait, what? <laughs> did you just use another double negative? <laughs> so that means that he did everything pay right. No attention. He's right. <laughs> I'm so confused. Give it up, man. Give it up. I don't know. Okay, so we have, let's say we have a brewery that's overextended, um, and they've they've been slight, they've been uh, struggling to keep up their quality, and they've been pulling out of local markets. Do you think it's possible for them to recover, and how? If they pull out of local markets, well, not not necessarily. Like they or- they've been losing accounts, huh? Locally, uh, you know, I would say one thing to do. Well, I'm sure their bottles are still available, like in the area. 
Like I'm, I'm yeah, are no, you, I'm, so, I'm assuming you're talking about like local beers and uh, oh, yeah, local, I'm, I'm like, talking about bars, like bars I mean. and stuff like that. Well, what they could do is like they could have like a maybe just a small festival every year, something like that. Like just something small. You don't have to put too much time to give and back to the community. And but like just let people know, like yeah, we, we know like we're in your area and like we thank you for when you do buy our beers and I think you should like come by and have some beers with us. Yeah, like and that's, go bring a f- couple food trucks and make, some yeah. music. Make sure you say like after like every other like Shaw. <laughs> Like exactly like that, yes. Like, like, <laughs> like Carlos, uh, like, you might, like, have, like, the greatest idea, like, ever. yeah. Like, well, I just think that having a uh, small <laughs> thing like that would be great. Okay. Um, you don't have to go too far out of your way. What? What? But what if they've already done, like, do you think they should pull out of some of those farther markets and refocus on home? Yes. Or try to maintain... Everything. I think it really depends on uh, the situation on the that situation. they're in right now. Okay. Like, there are some cases where maybe that would be uh, where they should go. But on, on the other hand, if, they're, if, they're, if those other markets are working really well for them, yeah, then maybe they should uh, just uh, slowly, when they get, have cha- a chance, try to expand to their local market. Or maybe they don't even have to worry about that. Like if, if their uh, stuff is still available in stores. Yeah. Uh, they don't have to like you don't have to necessarily be in every local bar. Maybe they could just try to be in like at one or two uh, bars, but they you don't have to be in every local bar necessarily. Makes sense. I guess Pitchfork isn't in every bar, but they're getting there. At least in Hudson. Really? They're yeah, they're in a bunch of bars in Hudson. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Ah. Uh... I was going to say something, and I forgot what it was. That's the worst. Did I already say it? Yeah, Carlos, you totally said everything I was going to say. You're welcome. What about... I said that, too, already. You can go around the table and give an answer to this card. All right. We're not doing that. Believe it or not, Jim Carrey can do a dead-on impression of what? A man with big feet. Jim Carrey. Oh, I said, uh, I thought you were going around the other way. Oh, sorry. I said Matthew Evenson. Oh, okay. I was going to say my penis. He could do that, too, because he's that good. <laughs> he is that good. All right. Well, I think we've fairly exhausted this discussion. Um, I We have some time left, so let's talk about something else. Well, I just want to say, like, I, I, I suppose we could, like, just f- finish up with our final view on the topic. Oh, I yeah, think that, that there's nothing wrong. I, I can understand why expanding to other markets, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Like it's skipping. it's not, and I if if we, I've come off like that, it's it's not a bad thing. I think it's a bad thing if you're not ready for it. Yeah, and espe- especially these days, breweries need to give their local scene a lot of love because I have a feeling someday in the fairly near future, uh, we're gonna have some sort of, uh, I guess like craft beer crash, if you will, oh, and. Yeah. If they're going to have to pull out of a lot of these markets, and the ones that will survive are the ones that were good to their hometowns. Like, uh, Rush River is a prime example of somebody who doesn't do a lot for River Falls. Uh, they're, I mean, they're, they're, in, they're in town, and they, they have jobs and stuff like that, but I've never seen an event. You wouldn't know that they were here. Yeah, you wouldn't, and unless, unless you knew that they were here. Right. Like. You could you wouldn't wander into town and be like, oh look, there's Rush River, right? It's, I agree. Like they should do like you've, you've places ne- like that. Even like local bars it. and stuff. I don't really see any Rush River events ever, and okay. so it, it it feels like they're just here, but they're not part of the community. Mm-hmm. It could also be though that they just 
it just never honestly occurred to them or yeah or well and they've never needed to i mean yeah, they're, that's true. they're they're that's a very true. strong brand yeah. and they're statewide and they're in the cities so they they've never really needed yeah. to uh but then then you have the opposite side uh i i keep going back to this one cuz it's just it's a great example but pitchfork they do everything with the local community he gets hops locally um they you know they just did an event with free food last night like that's a whole roasted pig, an entire pig. An entire that's cool. Pig. And they put they put uh, somebody ate the head and <laughs> so uh, they they put like pineapples on it. Nice on its on its legs. So delicious. There's a picture with pineapples on its legs and it looked there. funny. That'd work. Did they have like, a tutu on too? No. <laughs> and it didn't stand up and say, "Are you aching? Yup, yup, yup. For some bacon. Yup, yup, yup. I'm a big pig. You can be a big pig too." I, I different things don't even know what from Lion King duh God. Timon and Pumbaa uh-huh. okay okay didn't have the maracas I think that's what it was that's, ah, what, it that's was. what it was if you had the maracas you'd be okay there's, there's a lot of good ones in that like uh, the I've got the lovely bunch the of coke coconuts standing in a row there they are standing in a row boom 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 so uh, Eric what do you think about uh Different mark about uh, expanding into different oh, markets and such. You know, I tangented too much when Carlos <laughs> brought us back to town. <laughs> um, I agree with Casey. Like, uh, I love craft beer, but it's a huge bubble, and eventually, it's going to burst. And then, once it does, all these guys that have you know their octopus tentacles in eight different states are going to have to pull back. And if they don't have the support of their local community, they're going to lose. And that's about it. It's just too much. Some of them just can't handle it, you know. Uh, they might be able to handle the production, but then, you know, they, they might not be able to handle uh, putting out new stuff or, you know, improving recipes or anything yeah. like that, you know. They can just scrape by on the bare... And then they can't, the they can't innovate. Standard. They're right. stuck with the right. same right. thing. And the next time we get together and talk about this, we're going to talk about uh, something I call flagship fatigue, uh-huh. Where you get bored of having the same right. four beers from right. the same brewery. Right. Yeah, the I think one thing that the breweries need to make sure they have is a really strong lager and a really strong like pilsner. Because if you want the other people, like my father per se and other older generations, yep. that's the kind of beer they need if they want to keep going. Uh-huh. Because if the craft beer boom does slow down here... There'll be less IPAs, less pale ales and stuff. You want to have sad. strong lagers, strong pilsners, because those are the ones that usually always win those out. Those are a mainstay yeah. of American drinks. Yeah. Well, but the problem with those is they take so long to yeah, make. Yeah, yeah, um, I think but as I long think, as you or get like a process Even down. like a cream ale would yeah. work. Uh, that You know, you get the same uh, like base flavors as a lot. Like mm-hmm. it tastes like beer. Yeah. Like and that's all it tastes mm-hmm. like. It's just beer. Um, yeah, I, I agree 110% with that. Um, okay. I saw a thing, and it was flickering, and I didn't know why. Uh-oh! Uh-oh. But no, it was We're just... We're screwed! A chat thing popped up. There were a lot of... 98 messages during the show today? Uh-huh. There's uh, uh, four people in the chat. Wow, four people. Is that counting me, or is uh, it... No, that's... Oh, uh, wow. Is it counting me? It's your friend, Zach Zablonski. Hey, 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 Zach. Two guests. Hello, guests. Hello, guests. I said hello to the guests, but they don't want to talk Hang to on. us. Hang we on. Have, we have an opportune time here, which we, we don't really have a whole lot of... We will answer any questions from the chat. If the chat has any questions or something they want us to talk about. Any question. Yeah. We'll we'll take any topic and we will talk about it for a few do, minutes. Do, 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 I have a question. Do, do, What's your question, Carlos? So, if you're a blind ninja, how do you know that you're dressed all in black? 
uh, because you can feel feel your feel your black undershirt, Carlos. Feel it, okay. Now now feel it. Now feel your white overshirt. See how they see how the colors feel differently. No, no, I do not. <laughs> you can feel the color, man. But something like that, right? Yeah, that they just actually can't tell the difference. They can. I just told you how they can feel the difference. But I couldn't. So why would a ninja be able to? Well, because he's blind, and so he's used to not being able to. And oh, and you can smell the different colors too. <laughs> <laughs> this smells like black. Oh, you know, so kind of like, uh, kind of like those scented markers from ch- my childhood. Yes, kind of like that. So the like black it, one always smelled gross, didn't it? That's because like, it was like black licorice. But, or you something. know, I could not stop sniffing it though. <laughs> well, Carlos, that's because you were getting high. No, unless he was sniffing. The I always like the blue one though. No, his black marker was a sharpie. <laughs> what, would it, what did the green one smell like? Uh, green apple or watermelon. But nobody cared about the green one. Nobody like I never. I don't recall ever sniffing it. So it could and not the, very good. The yellow was lemon, wasn't it? I have a question, guys. What? So, the flavor watermelon, <laughs> should that be green or red? Watermelon should be red, I believe, because you don't eat the green part of a watermelon. Yeah, but I've seen it green. You've seen green watermelon? No, like, I've seen, like, green yeah, flavor, yeah. No, yeah, it should be red. Cause you don't, I thought so, too, but I've seen like it green. It's like a pinkish, a pinkish reddish. Yeah, but I've seen like it. I've seen ranches. it green. I've seen green things called watermelon. No. And I'm like, but that doesn't make, well, I mean, watermelons are green. No, you have it grapefruit color. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait, what? Grapefruit, grapefruit color. Color. With light pink. Yeah. Why wouldn't? But why wouldn't that be grapefruit? Because then what no, color is grapefruit? Because nobody. You don't. Nobody grapefruit likes. Hard nobody likes. And stuff like yeah, that. exactly. Nobody I likes do. grapefruit. I love grapefruit. Well, I love grapefruit. As I was but saying, I, nobody likes candy? grapefruit. Hang on, hang on. Is there any grapefruit hard candy? Why do we have Not grapefruit and candy. grapes? What? Why do we have them both? Because they're completely different. Because people are idiots. Next question. Okay. <laughs> Do we have any questions from the chat? Zach is challenged us to say his last name properly. Zalka Affidus. I, I guess I can't Zabla- be in there. Zablowski. I already know how to say it. I need to see it spelled again. Zablowski. Z-A-B-L-O-S-K-I. Zablowski. Zablowski. Zabbles. Zablowski. 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 Zabbles. Zablowski. Ha, ha, ha. I think it's. Oh, that. I see what you did there as a penis joke. Dick jokes. Dick jokes. Oh, I get it. <laughs> that was a late one, guys. Well, I think we're going to wrap up this show because we've had a terrible meltdown, which is awesome. Uh, I'm just just a reminder for everybody: you can listen live every Saturday. In the chat, we have a video feed and an audio the feed. Chat room. But why did you do chat? that when you can listen anytime with our website? What's our website, Carlos? We have a website? Google.com. Search box Blind Ninja Studios. <laughs> Just go to BlindNinjaStudios.com. It's oh. not that hard. Oh. Blind Ninja and then Studios. Skip a step. Right? Or you can just Google Except it. Sometimes I forget <laughs> that second end, so it says Ninja. I know. So I can't find it. Well, that's... See, but... I blame myself for that because that's how I spelt it during the first yeah. show. What you spelt ninja wrong? I and did, I, and I, it's, it's in the show description. And I made the banner wrong too. It said ninja. Yep. <laughs> you guys are oh. horrible. This is like an easy, <laughs> easy word. Shut up, Carlos. I Shut can up, spell Carlos. It when I was five, drink some more squid ink. Hi, Dozo. What? So, I just realized that I wasn't connected to the chat in Twitch. I'm sorry, guys. I missed like four sentences in Twitch. 
I wasn't signed in. So, I suppose we have another question. Uh, we have another question? Yeah, don't you have something else to ask me, Casey? Oh, yeah, Carlos. If people really enjoyed this show or any of the other shows on our network, how can they support us? Oh, you just uh, ambush me on the street and just give me, quietly give me a just a uh, envelope full of money. And you're and totally going to report that I'll to me, carefully right? put it in my walk into my pocket so nobody sees it and go back home with the money. And you'll tell me about the money, right, Carlos? Yes, I'll tell you about 10% of the money. See? 10%. 10%. All right. Not bad. <laughs> but, you know, Not if you bad. don't want to do that, because that is, on, I agree, a lot of work, you can support us on Patreon. What's Patreon? What's Patreon, Carlos? It's where you go on to patreon.com and you do the search for Blind Ninja Studios. Or, or you can go to patreon.com slash Blind Ninja Studios. Or you go to Blind Ninja Studios and follow the link to Patreon or you can at the to, bottom of the homepage. Or you can go to Google and then Google Blind Ninja Studios plus Patreon. Exactly. You could. There's a lot of ways to find it. Yes. But all right. Once they found it, what is it? Well, you just donate uh, as little as a dollar a month to help uh, us make our shows. That's right. It's like a recurring tip jar where you can set up a subscription. Uh giving us as much or as little as you want and for every uh, dollar level we have different uh, rewards and stuff that yeah. you get so you get something we get something everybody's happy and there, I believe there is one more way you can support us Amazon affiliate links and how do those work so magic serious. <laughs> so you're saying that somebody could go to our homepage blindindustudios.com yes. click on the Amazon link at the bottom of the page and say abracadabra Say abracadabra alakazam. Go. It'll bring them to Amazon. They can do their shopping. Check out. Pay for their shit. It'll it'll arrive at their doorstep. And while it's arriving at their doorstep, Amazon's giving us money. All of that is accurate. However, that is not what I said. I just said magic. I was trying to show people behind this. Explain. Yeah. Explain. All right. I mean, that is pretty magical. Yeah. All right. And, you know, I just want to say, if you do any of those things, just think of yourself as a patron of the arts. You are a patron Ooh. of the arts. And let's be honest, what a, what a line that is. That's hey, pretty sexy. I'm a patron of the arts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I use that when I in uh, bars all the time. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Ooh, I got a pickup line for you that I heard at the bar. All right, all right. So, how'd you like to go on a date? You're supposed to say it. I already have a girlfriend. I already have a girlfriend. I'm saying I'm a girl here. Oh, you're a girl? Yes, yeah, so I'm saying, hey, you want to go on a date? I already have a girlfriend. My suspension well, I have is a math a- test tomorrow. You should do that math test. You're supposed to say, what does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with anything? I thought we were talking about things we we're going to cheat on. Oh! oh! Did it work? Woo! No, she didn't actually do it to me. She was telling me a funny joke. That's, oh, that's provocative. I don't know if that's... <laughs> Isn't that a good one? Yeah. I don't <laughs> condone cheating. <laughs> On math tests. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there, guys? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, flipped it on its head, did, and that's yeah, why it's funny. Totally good. <laughs> All right. If you have any feedback <laughs> on this episode or any of our other shows, go ahead and send us an email at feedback at blindinstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindinstudios, or you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Goodbye. God, why can't you guys be more serious?